Audible stories made possible by the Prescott Hearing Center. Get your free hearing test today. It was just 70 years ago today, February 5, 1951, when General Ridgway launched an offensive to straighten out the frozen front lines in Korea, take the high ground, make sure all U.S. and U.N. combat units maintain contact to keep the enemy from infiltrating between them during the night, and round up any communist soldiers left behind the front. With Operation Roundup, after the Battle of the Twin Tunnels, the time was ripe for such an operation. The Chinese were exhausted and so was the need to get it done before fresh Chinese armies arrived in Korea. Speaking of fresh, it was time to rebuild the combat units. The U.S. Army was planning on sending more divisions to Korea, maybe even a new army. General Ridgway said no need, just send me replacements to bring the combat units up to full strength, artillery, more cannons, gun tubes, and double the number of gun tubes in an infantry division. The UN sent in more men too. The British Commonwealth contribution was now up to a full division in strength, made up of British, Canadian, Australian, and New Zealanders. They all had combat units at the front. A brigade from Turkey and combat units from Greece, the Philippines, Thailand, and even France who were fighting a war in Southeast Asia against communist guerrillas in Vietnam. The armies of both North and South Korea went through the cities and villages looking for any able-bodied, or close enough, men and boys, to refill the ranks of their decimated combat units. The Chinese however committed their armies until they were destroyed. When the Chinese first entered Korea it was with their army stationed, in Manchuria. Over 300,000 soldiers armed with a hodgepodge of weapons, Chinese made or captured from the Nationalist Army in their civil war. Half the Chinese army was made up of ex-national soldiers that either deserted or were captured. Japanese weapons left after World War II made up more than half of the Chinese arsenal. More modern weapons from the Soviet Union were just beginning to make their way to the front although the newest swept-wing jet fighter, the MiG-15, had already made its appearance in the skies over Korea. Those first 300,000 Chinese soldiers that had entered Korea were decimated although their advances were significant. They pushed the UN out of North Korea, crossed the 38th parallel into South Korea, and captured the capital of Seoul. The Chinese looked like they were going to force the UN totally out of the Korean peninsula. A new Chinese army was on their way to the Korean front. They had been in eastern China preparing to cross over the Straits of Taiwan and invade the island where the nationalist government of Chiang Kai-shek had taken refuge after losing the civil war in 1949. But since the beginning of the Korean War, the U.S. Navy's 7th Fleet had been patrolling those waters, and still does. Unable to launch an amphibious assault on Taiwan, this Chinese army of 750,000 soldiers had begun marching to the war in Korea. Just as the U.S. Army and the U.N. forces were finishing up Operation Roundup and what was left of the original Chinese armies, this new army arrived. 